well, a lot of people have heard me before, but I'd like to just you explain some of the terms we use. One of them is selfing, and uh, it does matter in a way. If you get it, if you can hear it clearly. So selfing to me is the mental processes, yeah, memory, perception, and thoughts, stuff like that. And it's really, it's comprised as a verb, it's like the act of being identified as a self. Yeah? So the idea of self, how I'm taking it, is the feeling, the sense of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, a thing. Yeah? So, the act of being identified as a self. So, a lot of people think the verb part is the act of being identified, and then there's the noun self. But in this, it's a whole verb, because I don't believe there's a self, yeah? I don't believe there's a noun that you can be identified with. I believe we're always, see, we never become identified. We're in the act of being identified as self, yes? You see it? It's important. It can never culminate into an identification as self. It's impossible. So it's the act of being identified as self. So anytime you you drop into the narration going on, into this event, you know, the, the collating of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, the memories about past seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, the f- worries about future, whatever, yeah? It's always... At that moment, the mental process is always in the act of being identified as a self. Yeah. You don't drop into a self. That's the feeling after you believe the act of being identified as a self. Yeah? So the act of being identified as a self, if heard in a certain way, if held in a certain way, produces a sense of being self. But first it has to be entertained, and that's our job. We're, we're mind entertaining, and an aspect of mind is entertaining this mental process, this act of being identified as a self, and when it does, suddenly mind sees you as a body. Yeah? And the body verifies the act of being identified as a self, and now from that point, you take yourself to be the doer of all the actions, of all these activities, like thinking, feeling, seeing, tasting, touching. Suddenly, there's a sense that you're the doer of it all, that you're seeing, you're hearing, you're feeling, you're tasting, you're doing, you're thinking, you're feeling. That then doesn't come naturally. It didn't arise when you were a kid. When you were a baby, for a certain period of time, the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and actions, and shitting, and bark, bark, you know, throwing up and everything, did not kick into the sense of being the one who did it. Yeah? That system had to grow, like, almost like a glove, and then we put our hand in there. And in putting the hand in, seemingly, yeah, we forgot we were the hand, and we now take the animation of the glove to imply that's what we are. That's the bondage of self. Yeah? So now, the act of being identified as self keeps implying, assuming, suggesting, insinuating that you're the glove, let's say, in this little analogy, yes? And so, the glove seems animated, so you think you're alive as the glove, but it's the hand that's providing all the animation for all the activities of the glove. 
And then suddenly you may not like the interpretation of the glove. Let's say the glove, if this is a world that only had one sense and it was feeling, let's say if that glove that you're in has a very rough fabric, yeah? So everything you touch feels rough. It doesn't matter what it's what you touch, it gets interpreted through the same roughness, yeah? So let's say there was a scripture in this world and the scripture was the description of of heaven would be like a, bo- a sense description and it would be like th- feeling thousands of rose petals. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And that would be the nirvana of this little world. And so you would believe that to be true and then maybe you arrive and you're in that heaven but every time you touch the rose petals you feel them through the glove. So you don't feel the rose petal. So you don't really get the ex- quote-unquote download of the softness of the petal, all you have is a belief that they're soft. But there's no tactile event that they're soft. Yeah? That's like empty religion, in a sense. They believe something, but it's not actually, it's not translating in their daily existence, yes? Because it got captured by the glove. The glove, whatever you have touched, has been translated or interpreted by the glove. In other words, you've seen, or in this, in this analogy, you've sensed this whole world through the glove. And that's the interpre- interpretation you call your life. But is it your life? It's an interpretation through the glove. Now, all that's necessary is not the glove trying to become a freaking hand, but the hand realizing it's not a glove. Most of us are trying to find, get an experience of what it's like to be a hand from the glove's point of view. The glove is always included. You want to have an experience of non-duality. You want to be there to experience your own absence. That's the glove writing itself into the story. That's why it's not holding any freaking weight. But if you see you're not the glove, what's the possibility? It's not a huge, you don't have to send in like a Navy SEAL 16 to extract the hand out of the glove. The hand, once it entertains the possibility, it's not me, it can pull itself out with no scars or wounds. It's not like, yeah, it just comes out. Yeah. Now the hand, so see, then you think, all right, now I'm free of the glove, but you may still find yourself with the glove on. Yeah. But it's different now. You know better. Yeah. Because you're not knowing about the glove from the glove. You're knowing the glove from the hand. Yeah. By negating the reality of the glove, the reality of the hand, though rather obvious at all times, suddenly seems to become obvious to you as the hand. Even though it's been the hand the whole time, it never was not the hand, it seems like it's suddenly realized it's a hand. But the only reason it could have that sudden realization was that there was a seeing it's not a glove. And this is what happens because suddenly there's that experience I'm not a glove, but very shortly thereafter in time the glove arises again and claims to be the one who had the experience. Then you got the glove on, seemingly. Yeah? And then you go to 800 non-duality means. Non-duality doesn't have to be a 10-year fucking project. (laughs) It's just entertaining a possibility, and you'll find out if it's true or not. To me, it's like here, right now, 
this is like a spiritual shoe store. You've come in, and maybe you have an idea of what kind of shoe you need, spiritual shoes. Maybe you expect to be having to go to a cave in the Himalayas, so you're looking for a spiritual hiking boot, everything like that. And so you explain all the dimensions you need and everything. But when I come out, I don't bring your boots. I bring you these little slippers, non-duality. And if the shoe fits, wear it. If it doesn't, go ahead, go out and practice. It doesn't matter. But if you're here, and if you hear something that's said here, and it fits, wear it. How do you wear it? You entertain it. Not think about it. You let it in. The thoughts will arise and try to say, I'm going to think about it. But all you are is the space all around it. Let it the thoughts will get bored after they can't take an advantage of it. That's the beauty of non-duality. The beauty of non-duality, it's like that desert tortoise where the coyote comes up and wants to get a bit of meat, but it can't get to the fucking meat. It gets bored in a couple of minutes and it splits. This is what non-duality is. If you want something out of it, it's going to disappoint you greatly. If you try to make something out of it, it's going to disappoint you greatly. If you try to experience it, it's going to disappoint you greatly. And after you get through all of that, and you realize you're going to get absolutely nothing, you're on to something. At that moment, it opens. Yeah? And that which was always available suddenly seems to get available to you because you're not looking for anything. You've realized the total failure of looking for anything. You've been utterly disillusioned, which was probably the, the most beautiful gift you ever get. And then these statements that sounded like they were from sadistic masters, like, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Now, why would the master tell me that if I'm Steve seeking the Buddha? If I'm Steve, it makes sense to be looking for the Buddha. I need a little Buddha in Steve's life. Steve ain't doing so well. But he's not saying, Steve, you know, he's saying the Buddha, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, implying you're the Buddha, Steve. <laughs> not as Steve, you know, but prior to Steve. And at that point, from that view, it's like impossible. He's trying to save you time by warning you, please, you cannot use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use light to seek light. You can't use big M mind to seek mind. And he adds on, you can do it for eons and nothing will happen. Maybe why don't we get it after a week? You know, Save yourself a lot of freaking time. You don't have to go through eons. Ding! Entertain it. And maybe you will cease trying to look for the Buddha as the Buddha. And now you'll be looking for shit you can find, like a pair of pants at a thrift store or a latte or maybe a date. But you will not be looking for what cannot be found anymore. It will be clear as day. It's freaking pointless. Yeah. I mean completely. And then suddenly, without looking for it, it seems to be available. Ooh, who would have thunk? Yeah. But do you see it? That urge to want to be there to get it is the, is the curtain. It's the, it's the cloudiness. It's the seeming... Uh, obscuring 
It's a seeming obstacle. It's it's like you're in that movie and you want to see the movie and there's a big head that's blocking it and you're so pissed off and then suddenly you realize it's your freaking head. <laughs> if you just sit down, you see the movie beautifully. But when you want to see the movie, you can't see freaking anything. Because wanting to see the movie is part of the movie. It's not you sitting in a real place wanting to see the unreality of the movie. That's part of the movie. You're included. You as this, me as this, is always included on the square on the screen. So in AA we say self can't get out of self. Unbelievably beautiful statement. And then there's a statement in recovery, another gem. It says, hey, you've got to quit playing God. So what happens if that which is playing God hears that? All right, so now that which is playing God tries to quit playing God. How's that going to work out? It still would be playing God. Ad infinitum. There's no point where it would switch, yeah? If that which is playing God tries to get out of playing God, that's playing God. Ad infinitum. You can't get off the train if you believe there is one. It's the station, the station, the priorness. Where we actually are is how you see what you're not. All you can do as what you're not is understand you may not be what you're not, but the seeing of what you're not isn't an understanding. That's a vision. And that will illuminate a damn good understanding. And non-duality provides a good understanding. Yeah? You can learn a good understanding of non-duality, but that understanding does not produce what can't be produced. The seeing is inherently there at all times. Now you see what you were trying to understand. Yes. And then being it is so much far superior than knowing it and understanding it or getting close to it or practicing it. Being it is a whole other ballgame and it doesn't demand vigilance and work and concentration, it's more relaxed, open, indifferent in a lot of ways, but in a very rich indifference. <coughs> yeah. And then you you find out about what you are. You give up trying to reach it through knowing and understanding and experiencing, because I don't care. You can have tons of spiritual experiences. They do not produce a spiritual awakening, because you can't produce a spiritual awakening. You're inherently awake already. So it's a simple invitation. can be repeated quite often. But it's not a dissipation. And I humbly don't believe, though if you want to enjoy a lot of time on this topic, then go on retreats if you want. But I don't see them as necessary whatsoever. And I sometimes believe they can be used as a disservice. How intense do you want it to be? Wasn't Friday in Toronto intense enough? Why would I want to pay $1,000 to go on an intensive if I can just come here? It's intense as... It's fucking crazy. Intense. Just being here. You can go on a retreat for everything, but not non-duality. Where are you going to retreat to? 
Or what are you going to retreat from? If you called it something else, it would be great. Let's say a vacation. A non-dual vacation far out. I'll sign up. But if they better have a lot of massage, fucking good sumptuous meals, because you're going to have a lot of time to fill up. Because you're not going to be listening to talks. All day, that would be a disservice. You don't want to go over this constantly. It's an invitation. Your job is, is your own quality, which is entertain. If the shoe fits, wear it. That's all we're presenting. Hey, here. Do, 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 do. Self can't get out of self. Try that one on. You know, what's looking is what you're looking for. Try that one on. The seeker is the sort. The uh, gateless gate. The open secret. Yeah. You may think you've got to have, like, fucking, you know, like, construction boots. It's slippers, basically. Very comfy little Uggs. <laughs> <laughs> and you may not put much miles on it anyway you're not going to be work, walking a far a long journey because you've already arrived you're already there it's insane don't you see what it's doing that which comes after implies it's before the mental state comes after the living of life which is consciousness yes when I see there isn't a thing called seeing that comes out, you don't see it, there's no form. There's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. The mental process is jacks up after that. And then it implies that there's a someone that suddenly seems to be that which is before everything. And now you become the claimer or the doer of things you have nothing fucking to do with, like consciousness. You believe you're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. Yet there's no volition in seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, is there? And when you hear people talk about feelings, they'll go, I didn't want to feel that, you see? The feeling had already happened. There was a feeling, and then the mental state arose and says, I didn't want to feel that. And it thinks it has some power to undo what already happened. That's the frustration of it. You think, I didn't have to feel that. Yes, yeah, well... It arose. It, it's always going to outdraw you because you're a mental process. And in a sense, compared to consciousness, you're rather slow. Consciousness is always prior to you. Yet, the mental state says you're the one that's conscious. As if you're doing consciousness right now. Do you feel like you're seeing? Did you go to a seeing class today? Like this, did you? Did you have to practice seeing? No, no retreat. No, no, re no seeing retreat. Can you imagine that? Yes. Um, my hearing is bad. If your ears are bad, it would be. But I'm having. I'm not that good of a hearer. I'm going to go on a retreat. Yeah, I become a better hearer. Sounds insane, doesn't it? My seeing. I think you're seeing better than I am. I hate you because you're an enlightened seeing, and I'm not yet. So I'm going to go on a retreat become better at seeing how can you become better at being conscious it's because you're being conscious you're not doing conscious being does not demand effort Has he, have you ever seen the seeing sweat does it feel like your seeing has been on a workout like a treadmill all day no you've been seeing fucking everything are you tired you may be tired of what you see but you're not tired of seeing
why not let it be a fact in one's life? It can't be a fact while you're a fact, that's for sure. One, some things has to be seen as not to be so. It's impossible to deny that you're on. You can't deny that, can you? But you could question who the hell is on. Yeah? You can't deny there's a sense of onness, can you? Right now. But you could question who is it that's on. Yeah? I would say that would be the way to go. Because if I'm not that, maybe I'm on. As on. Not as Paul or Monique, but as on. Yeah? On without a switch. There's no off switch. Just on. What would happen to that which came after it if it was if the horse was in front of the cart? Maybe the cart would travel lighter instead of trying to push itself all fucking day. It would be dragged by the horse. And maybe you would travel lighter. And I swear, as a report from here, this action figure has traveled lighter over a long swath of geography for the last 15 years. It didn't change everything. It just allowed this action figure to travel lighter through whatever was in store for it. And after a long period of that, what more do you want than that? I I don't want anything more than that. I've lost all interest in the need to be liberated because I'm not that which needs to be liberated. I've lost all interest in what is called spirituality, a complete interest in it. That's all. It's a dead fucking train. It's always going to have the one passenger you want it. So I don't give a shit where you think the destination is. If you get there, it's like what we say in alcohol, it's anonymous. You put an alcohol into heaven, it will be hell in a day. If you arrived at Nirvana, it would be samsara immediately. <laughs> as soon as you got there, it would be samsara. <laughs> That's what's happening. No. And then while in samsara, you want to go to Nirvana. But when you get there, it's samsara. It's like someone who finds themselves in many, many fires. You've got a question. Are you a fire starter? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I've had 15, let's say, significant relationships. None of them seem to work. I'm the only constant in all the relationships. Maybe it wasn't all those women. <laughs> <laughs> just see it and then entertain I heard this swear it was like you know like, it was like the dog when you know you go like that it's like what because it, it was an interesting uh, direction because it wasn't asked me alright it didn't describe the allness and the oneness and then how th- that I could arrive there and still be intact <laughs> it just said you know, it questioned this. It questioned me as the reference point. It questioned me as the doing and the, the doer and the thinker and the feeler. And it was quite novel to me. And I could feel it in somewhere, like my gut. And it was like an unspoken yes. Just sort of. And the feeling is, I got it before any other knowledge ever before, you know? In other words, it was almost like I was living in a reverse way. I was going back to where I've always been, so to speak. Yeah, and then it's just reverberated ever since, and 
in time, I can say it's the last answer because I haven't looked for another answer for 15, 16, I don't know how many years. And that's a really damn good answer if it negates any need for any other answer, at least in this topic. Yeah? And it's really not a gaining of interest. It's a dispersal of interest. You get more like a... To me, what presence is is undirected interest and attention, really. Because the mental state is constantly directing interest and attention from here to a mythical there and then. It's trying to disperse what you are as an activity, which is interested in attention. It's trying to disperse it and get you caught up in the story of you in the realms of what's not happening. Because it knows damn well, if you were here, which you can never not be, it, things would become obvious to you. Yeah. So it tries to preoccupy us, what we are, which is interest and attention, to inane fucking things that never happened, and then worrying about things that probably will never happen. Yeah. All to disperse the interest and attention so that it doesn't seem to be available now because now the interest and attention, its response now would be to rest. Yeah? That's presence to me. It's undirected interest and attention. The mental state is not directing your life anymore. You have an immunity to what's not happening because, basically, because it's not happening. Yeah? You don't need a PhD. It's obvious. And you're not trying to get into the moment because you realize you can't be out of it. And you're not trying to get out of what you can't be in. Yeah? Now everything is blue is blue and red is red. It's all freaking clear now. With no effort or thought on your part. Yeah? And it's totally, completely reliable because it's not close to you. It's what we are. It's beyond meeting it. It's what you are. It's always available at all times, right? Where you are with no requirement necessary other than the ones you and I make up. Really. And what every system in this place can do is fail us. And that's how they succeed for us. The systems fail, so we're left with our own fucking devices finally and we realize the greatest gift of all is nothing it's the gift that keeps on giving nothing has to be added nothing has to be subtracted all is well just as it is yes What would happen if your interest and attention lit upon that which is true rest? What would it do? It would rest. Yeah? When it's when it's landing constantly on the mental states, all it does is it gets agitated. As a great Zen treatise called Faith Mind, the man says, You can't use activity to produce stillness, that would be activity. Yeah? You can't use agitation to beget stillness. It would just beget more agitation about stillness. That's what's happened. Yeah, you feel it in the room, yes. 
you don't even have to call it forth it's always here you don't do incantations I don't go to a get ready room and get set room and then go room you walk in here as if you're going into a 7-Eleven comes out no matter where it, where we are does its thing never needs to be thought about never needs to be prepared it's never failed yeah that's faith mind you're relying on what's reliable yeah. that's a solution what's what what's being presented as solutions here it's not worthy of the term or they always demand more work, more vigilance, more maintenance. That's not a solution. A solution is freedom from the need of solutions. Yeah. See what you're not, and that's what you are. Yeah. Study what you're not, and that's how you find out about what you are. You can't look at yourself directly you can see an intimation of yourself by seeing what you're not, basically. You can never get a picture of what you are because you're it. But you can, in a weird way, by seeing what you're not, you get an intimation of what's seen. It's a trip. It's like a pool shot. You hit the bank. You can't get to the eight ball, so you have to hit the bumper and then it hits it. Yeah. It's trippy. So by seeing what you're not, you get a sense of what you are. And seeing never alights upon anything. So it's infinitely seeing. It doesn't see any things here. We're perceiving things. We're not seeing things. We're perceiving things. Yeah? That's the dreaming. The apparatus is responding to the dreaming and it's perceiving emptiness as solid things. But the seeing has never hit any object to stop. It's seeing infinitely. Yeah? Where is there a noun in all that? And how can you get closer to it if you can't be far from it? And how long would everywhere take to get to everywhere? Time and effort is not the vehicle for what you are. Yes? Any questions? No? Yes? When you say see what you're not, you be more uh, detailed about what you're talking about? You. So. When I'm seeing you, I'm seeing what I'm not. So you're seeing what? You're, when you're seeing me. Yes, and what you're, when you're seeing this, you're seeing what I'm not. What I'm not. No, what I'm not. It's the same scene. Yeah? You're seeing me as what I'm not right now as I in this perception it looks like I'm seeing you as what you're not the same thing's happening there's no difference you're negating me as as the negation of you yeah well it's hard to explain but yeah when I'm looking at you I'm seeing what you're not and then while I'm looking at me from you I'm seeing what I'm not yeah it's the same seeing negating two different appearances I don't see your seeing isn't different than my, this seeing at all. Yeah? It's the same seeing, seeing what it's not. We both get negated. 
Like so, great master said, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. That's it, yeah. That's seeing what you're not. So right now, whatever can be perceived, I'm perceiving that body, you're seeing this body, yeah? We're off the game board. (laughs) 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 Exactly. Find out. That's the beauty of it. That's like when you put the ball down. What's going to be left? You put the ball down, and then you find out. That's what happens. You negate literally everything. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. It's a negation of you. It's not you negating. So what negates? Hmm? There's just negation. There's just negation, yeah. So by seeing what I'm not is what I am. I'm the seeing of what I'm not. Now, I don't, I'm not just talking from here. I'm talking from there. Every one of you sees me as what I'm not. When's it going to dawn on me? <laughs> yeah? I can't, I don't, I don't need to learn from here. I learn from everyone. Yeah? If you're seeing me as a you, I can't be this. Yeah? You hear the statement, whatever can be perceived, can't be perceiving. Yeah? I'm not just talking about whatever I can perceive, whatever can be perceived. You're, from there, this is being perceived. Bing! I'm off the game board. See, I may be thinking, all of you are off the game board, but I'm also <laughs> off the game board. I may be thinking, I'm the only one that's really seeing, but I'm off the game board, because you're seeing me. <laughs> So we're all off the game board. What's left, exactly? Find out. What's the purpose of the veil, then? Hmm? What's the purpose of that fog that you talk about? I don't know what it is. Who cares? Well, because you're older It would be the fog trying to know the purpose of the fog. Right. But you're older than 15, right? So you said in the last 15 years. So before that, you must have had the veil, right? Or you didn't see. So... But That's see, the fact is, there was no before that. Yeah, I have a hard time, sort of, and I guess it's because I'm thinking. I get that. Because uh, my son passed away, and when he passed, before he passed away, he said to me, don't worry, Mom, I just become part of the energy again. And I was like, what? I didn't, and I'm still trying to figure it out. Maybe I just need to be part of the energy. I don't know. Well, let's say you are part of it already. Yeah, and so it's... But at some point, you didn't have this either, right? So we all have this human experience that we don't feel Well, no one's had it. That's the point. So you haven't either? No. Oh. You are it. You can't have it. Okay. See, there's a story of Paul. But if this ever hits you in a way... What we've, what's revealed is it's always been this way. It's never, there was no story of Paul. And then things happen, and then there's a story of Paul again. But now it's hollow, in a way. Yeah? Yeah. So I don't believe, humbly, I don't believe anything's ever happened to you. I believe this is dreaming. I think we're in an act of dreaming constantly. It never turns into a dream, it, it's always dreaming. And it's hard to talk to people though when you have that because for me, I because I do feel like there's I, I don't there's something that, that this 
it's almost like I've been in a story or something, and yeah. the story isn't the same. It's there is the same person, but not, and it's just hard to talk to people about it because they just kind of look at you and go, huh? Like I did with my son. Well, you don't want to when you're ordering a latte or something. No, you know? <laughs> find like-minded people. I'm guessing because you have to have people to talk about with it. I think to no. Like, I know that it's, I get the whole concept of yeah, yeah. just being, but when you're surrounded but by But see, getting the concept isn't it. No. So that's an understanding. Okay. That understanding, if claimed by the mental state, will be a disservice to you. Okay. Because you think that's all you need to do is understand something to know it. But you can't apply understanding to being. All you can do is be it. There's no understanding of it. Yeah? Yeah, and find people here. If you, gave, yeah. if you got someone's number, I'm sure they would love to talk to you about it. Yeah, yeah. Because you must have had to talk with people and stuff too, to sort of. Yeah, yeah. What what happened? All right, as a story, this is what happened. <laughs> 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 no, seriously, it's fine too yeah. because the same message gets through, but now it's just cast into a movie-like sequence. All right, so... When I was younger, about, I got in a lot of trouble. And then I got introduced to a guru when I was, like, 19. And I was a heavy drug user and alcoholic. Community. And when I got introduced to this guru and meditation, the next four years, I had a couple of Heinekens. There was sufficient enough reason to wanting to know God to stop the addictive behaviors. Yeah? So from 1920 to 24, meditating like crazy, Tai Chi, polarity therapy, Shatsu, all this stuff. And then I got disillusioned by some stuff, and I went back out and used, and I crossed the line where there was never going to be another sufficient enough reason to stop. I lost the ability to control using. Yeah? So I got caught in this wave of addiction for a long time and a lot of heavy consequences happen. So then I wash up on the shores of recovery and I start going back to my old life. The only part that ever worked was with the massage and the meditation. So I started, but I didn't want a guru. I saw that as a failed modality, at least in my experience for me. So I started looking into Buddhism. I went to Thailand and I started to go on retreats there and then started to meditate every day and at this point I'd been run over by a car when I was out there and I couldn't do Tai Chi much anymore and stuff but I did spiritual practice came home, did more retreats, meditate every day, had a lot of experiences you know, stuff like that and uh, I was being put to use at AA to be of help in spiritual stuff you know, leading things and um, what happened is I got introduced to the Course in Miracles, and I got introduced to non-duality. Now, when I got into non-duality, it was like that unspoken yes. And it was sort of like I was in this... You ever hear of Duk Chen? It's the great perfection in Tibet Buddhism. It's like their non-duality. I was in a non-duality, a Duk Chen meeting, and it dawned on me the pointlessness of everything I'd been doing. Yeah, So, like, my spiritual pants fell down... I looked around the room to get help. They didn't know what to fucking do, and I left, and never came back. And then I started to read some books that were clear. I liked their understanding, 
made sense yeah and then I went to see some people to give satsangs and I heard the message and then certain things started to happen I entertained it yeah and then I was being like the painting was being changed from the inside out and I was finding out later what was happening because you observe as this action figure and I don't know when the line was crossed I don't believe you need to have a happening about what's always happened I really don't I mean, when someone tells me they had an event of what's always eventful I don't see it doesn't make any sense to me yeah so then I just started entertaining and then stuff started happening and then we made a mistake because I was in recovery and we made a website and we put stuff out on the website and then non-recovery people got in touch with me started asking me interviews on the on computers and inviting me to Toronto in January which I came the coldest day of the year that year which is fucking who would come to January in Toronto but all this stuff started to happen and it was just I never thought about it I never practiced I just entertained and I share it and uh, you know nothing happened really basically and it's I mean, as if I was a spiritual seeker, the last thing I'd like to be is the way I am now. Seriously, that's why I, I was seeking not to be this. <laughs> so it goes, it goes to show you, it's not like what you think. And it's just ordinary dog shit awareness. You're just, um, I'm awake to being awake, basically. That's all it is. I think we're all awake, but you can seem to be asleep to that. Or you can seem to be awake to it. Yeah. I think it goes easier on you if you're awake to it than if you're asleep. And there's a little bit of uncomfortableness, so it's like things start to fail you when you're seeking, and you start to rely on yourself more to find. That's for, I know you're saying not find, but I don't know how to put it into words. But I see the failures of going to all these retreats and things and trying to seek all of this stuff. Yes. And But the conversations... I'm not having them because I, I guess there still is some intellect there that wants to talk. Get some numbers. Yeah. It'll save you some money. Yeah. If you don't follow the intuition, if it's done with you, have faith that it's done with you. Because here in spiritual circles, like in AA, at least we have interventions. Someone will come over to your house and say, you stop, take me to a rehab. They can't do that in spirituality. <laughs> I mean, I'd love, love to be able to go, hey, how many retreats have you been on? No more retreats. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually humbly, if you want, as an opinion, I think there should be some more responsibility on certain people's part if someone's come to 30 retreats of theirs. I think it would be nice to inform the person, fucking stop going to 30 retreats. Because obviously it's not working. Unless you like to do that. I don't know. I'm not that wild about it. Yeah? Yeah. So, yeah. So. But after... See, I'm serious. I've never given a talk. Ever. I've never come to Toronto. Really. I don't think about it. If I thought about it, I wouldn't come. <laughs> no, really. There's thoughts about it, but if I listened to thoughts, I would not do most of the shit I do. It would think it would. I would think myself right out of it because I would be di- exhibiting faith in the failed system. Now my life exhibits faith in the workable system because I don't prepare. I don't think. 
might live on donations, basically, and make some money here. I'm just fucking on what most people would say thin ice, but to me it's as solid as anything. Because I have faith, and I put it to the fucking test, you yeah. know, literally, many times. Because that's where I feel friction is rubbing up against the stuff that's not working anymore. Like, that's... that's well, get out of the way, because yeah. that you, that's watching that is what needs to get rubbed out. <laughs> Fuck all the other rubbing. That's it. And you don't need to get rubbed out. You're not there. See, the mental state claims, um, again, I'm in friction with things. It's constantly claiming the friction to imply the one that's in friction. So therefore, to support the sense of one, there's going to be more friction. What about delusion? Like, uh, disillusionment. That You've had enough of that, right? <laughs> Move on to the next phase. It's not about staying. Disillusionment doesn't stay in disillusionment. You'll lose interest in things that are worthy to be lost interest in. You give up mechanisms and processes and systems, and you rely on what's happening and put it to the freaking test. See what happens. And you'll know the tree by its fruits. If it's a sound tree, you'll know by what happens. Yeah. You don't need a freaking working understanding. You have light preceding you. Yes? Sure. It's, it's in a way, it's like, shut up, you know, <laughs> get off the pot or take a shit sooner or later. You can't, it's like Jesus said, you can't serve two masses at the same time. Either you have faith in the thought system that says, oh, da, 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 or you have faith in mind. Yeah. People call me, they want to be guaranteed a step before they may take a step out. They want the stair to be guaranteed. I'm telling you, if you take the step, the stair will appear. There are different ways of looking at it. Yeah. What if... <sighs> Hold on one second. Freedom from self is like freedom from the, the thought system, basically. You're not directed by thought anymore. Yeah? There's a pause, a living pause, and then there's thoughts. There's not thoughts and then having to seek for a pause. There's pause and then thoughts. Yeah? You're so beyond, you're so prior to thoughts, it's mind boggling. <laughs> yeah? The thoughts happen, they have their influences, but what they influence is aren't isn't you anyway. Yeah? You're untouchable. Like the Course would say, your attack thoughts are attacking your invulnerability. Listen, hear that. It's amazing. The attack thoughts are attacking your own your invulnerability. You're untouchable as what you truly are. Why living in fear constantly? And in AA, we got clear about fear. Because people think fear is a cause of a lot of stuff. But in AA, we've realized it's self-reliance that causes the fear. You're relying on an imaginary fucking reference point called self. And the whole system is self-centered. And that's what makes it a failed system. 
Because the system isn't there to promote what you are, it's to promote what you're not. At the expense of what you are. It can't change what you are, but by your being totally up the ass of self, you'll seemingly forget what you are. And you, as self, can't get out of self. A product of the thought system cannot transcend the thought system. It can only appear in the thought system that's producing it. It can't go anywhere else. So self cannot get out of self. You're not going to be there to have the experience of your own absence. You're not going to get it. This wanting, this stubbornness isn't going to work. Yeah? And it's never going to budge. What so doesn't give a fucking damn about any opinions? It just is. It's not going to bend to your liking. This is what happens. There's a great statement. I don't know if it was true or not, but about Ramana Maharshi. Yeah? And, just, and some followers. I love it. And these guys, and women, hopefully, with, there were some women there, they had been with him for a long time, and they were talking with each other, saying, you know, maybe we should teach, you know. Now. And so they brought it up with Ramana, and Ramana says, oh yeah, all of you can teach, but I don't recommend it. So they were sort of like, what? And he says, yeah, I don't recommend it, because, and they go, why? And he says, because of compassion. And they go, what? And so he says, what will happen is you'll be in front of a talk, and you'll feel, feel compassion for the people, and you'll dilute the message. Yeah? You'll try to make it palatable to what they're not. Instead of constantly giving nothing, not a fucking inch. If you know people who see me nine years ago, they call me up, is anything different? No, it's the same fucking thing. Every time. You're going to get nothing. I guarantee it. Because you don't need anything. You need to be weaned off of the need to have things and some things in this topic. The whole solution is nothing. When you stop trying to get something, you'll realize nothing is everything. But if you want to keep going the other way, all the somethings will add up to nothing. All the somethings you've gotten have added up to nothing. You're here right now, aren't you? Yes. How about, see, the Course has a great chapter, I Need Do Nothing. So it goes over and it explains all these paths you could do, and because mind intends them to work, they will, eventually, but it may take a lot of time. But they, he says, and what they're all going to lead to is one simple realization, I need do nothing. What we're doing is, let's start there. <laughs> You're going to end there, so let's start there. Right? Let's go right to I need do nothing. <laughs> you're going to end up there anyway so let's start and not move I haven't given one bit of fucking help at non-duality meetings recovery meetings I'll help as much as I can but here help is not service you want to let the person hang out let it all hang out and not fucking help it see what happens yeah.
for the for there to seemingly be a seeker, there must be seeking. It's the seeking being claimed that's used to imply the seeker. Yeah? It's seeking that's used to cl- by c- being claimed to imply the seeker. If the seeking drops, it can't use that fucking... It can't bet on that horse anymore. Yeah? And maybe at that point you'll realize the seeker is the sort, but not through seeking. Yeah? Take away the seeking, and then the seeker is what sort. And when you realize the seeker is the sort, there's no more sorting. (laughs) You see? Once you get the flavor of how mind really works, its logic will become obvious to you. You'll see it, and it's beautiful. It's a win-win. It's inclusive. It doesn't see it from a self-centered point of view. Yeah? So what we would think, and see, when you try to figure it out from a failed system, you call it paradoxical. But it's only because the failed system can't grok what works. Yeah, so it's like, woo, how was, but it's beautifully seamless how it's working. Yeah, just break the habit of believing in the mental logic and be informed by downloads, another form of, another modality of mind, and I'm telling you, I guarantee you'll lean that way. Because it produces viable fucking goods. You travel lighter now. Not with the, not trying to procure and acquire so you'll be traveling lighter. You'll be traveling lighter now with no thought or effort on your part. If the shoe fits, wear it. If it doesn't, go to another shoe store. Like we used to say, you know... I sell cod, COD. That's all I sell. I don't have salmon or mackerel or anything. And I'm not going to fucking make a hybrid out of cod and mackerel. A mackerel cod. I'm not going to do that. You're just going to get cod. You can do whatever you want with it. Grill it, sushi it, but you're going to get cod. And when you come back, you'll be guaranteed you're going to get cod. What more do you freaking want? Yeah. I have faith in mind. You have nothing to do. Nothing fucking to do. That makes you happy. You have nothing to do. If I believed you had a lot to do, we'd be on a retreat. (laughs) You don't. You are what you're looking for. It's either true or not. Either they were fucking sadists that really wanted to fuck with you by saying these... Or they're on to something, and they're trying to save us some time and effort. It doesn't say, St. Francis didn't say what's looking, and then is what you're looking for. He didn't say what's looking, and then 50 pages of requirements (laughs) for you to become what you're looking for. It says what's looking is what you're looking for. Like right now. Yeah? It doesn't have to be worked on or developed. Right now, what's looking, not who's looking... What's looking? Because what's looking is the same looking. Yeah? Identifying with the what's looking is when we start saying who's looking. 
Yeah? We identify the what's looking with a body and we go, who's looking? But what's looking is what you and I are looking for. How long would the looking for go on if you're what's looking? If it took any time, it would be a mistake, wouldn't it? It doesn't say what's looking and then 30 years and then you'll be what you're looking for. And, to, and you know who's going to play God? You. Your head's going to play God. Oh, are you purified enough? <laughs> Have you understood the seven rings of knowledge? <laughs> He'll make up all these hoops and bars you've got to go on there and he'll add ones on. Yeah, it's like a, you remember when you used to play a game when they hide something in the bushes and it was hot and cold, and some adult would be going, "You're getting warmer." But let's say it's a sadistic <laughs> adult. You're getting warmer. You're getting what? Cold. <laughs> but there's nothing there. You listen. The thing's playing God with this, <laughs> with the Holy Grail. There ain't no Holy Grail. <laughs> There's only holy grailing, and we're in that state right now. That's why we don't see it. We're looking for a thing. When we go, what's looking? We think it's a thing that we're looking for, like a big what's looking. But it's a verb. The looking is looking for what's looking. That's the scene. And it's in the scene, that's what you are. There's no the seer, the scene. That's what we are. We're seeing. We are awareness. Why would awareness need to be aware of itself? That's itself. Yeah? Awareness. That's its nature. It's being aware. Incessantly. If you see what you're not, there'll be no argument with it. It'll be obvious. The whole idea is throwing a noun in the mix, and then it becomes really confusing because now you think you have attributes that aren't your attributes. You think you're aware, and therefore you believe you can be unaware. If you take the noun out of it, it all makes freaking sense. question that I get asked all the time. So how much of your day do you spend in the action figure? Like lost in the story of the action figure. Knowing that it's not real, but, but still lost in the story of it. But who's lost in it? Well, I'm interacting with, with people in a, a, pretending to be a pretending to be a person. They're not in conflict with each other. There's the action figure, and then there's the context. You know what I mean? Well, I feel lost. Well, I don't feel lost sometimes. I look back and see that I was lost. 
for about, you know, five or six hours of the day, I was just lost in the story. But that's not true. That's the story that it gives you six hours later. Mm -hmm. But yeah. you were there at every minute, every second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See? Seems it comes up and tries to tell you how it was. <laughs> and then if you buy it, now you're the one that was lost for six hours. But you weren't. You were there to everyone else. <laughs> it's a story all the time. Yeah, it's trying to the mental state's going to arise and claim yeah that's its nature it's like a parasite that's what it does but you don't have to be aligned with that and just see it yeah yeah so the head comes up and says oh I was lost in those six hours you weren't lost in those six hours it just says it now that you were lost in six hours and then if you believe it you now are entertaining time and an event that never happened. This goes on constantly. You can't wait for that to stop. It's going to keep going on. The mental state is going to tell its story based on where it's seeing things from. It's not going to stop. If you believe that has to change for you to be what you are, you're going to be waiting a long time. No, I can see through it all the time. But it, but it, it, it appears sometimes that you're not seeing through it. Exactly, and that appears right now, that you have not been seeing through it for the last eight hours. Mm. There were no eight hours, obviously. Yeah. There's only now. Yeah, there's eight hours in now, but there's no eight hours. If you didn't say anything, it wouldn't be like that happened, right? See, everything is, it's like, as you know, you think... And then, therefore, it seems to be, yeah? yeah? The thinking precedes all these outlandish fucking ideas. <laughs> really. <laughs> it does. The thinking is making it seemingly so. It cannot make it so, but it can make it seemingly so, which means it appears to be true to you. That's all it needs. It's playing to an audience of one. one. Yeah. It's just it's just presenting narratives all day, and if you pick if you go oh yeah that's true then it seems like it's true, then you come to and you come to where what you've always been coming to to <laughs> and then you go well I was gone for eight hours but you weren't gone for eight hours. I have a weird thing if you, any out recovered people here, yeah some. I've got a really weird thing about blackouts. You know? Now, people go into blackouts with drinking and using. This is what they call them. And you, so what happens is you drink so much or you do so much stuff, it seems like you end, and then you come to 14 hours later, maybe in another state like Colorado <laughs> or something, or a day and a half later, and then you can't remember anything from a certain point. Like at 11 o'clock, you seem to black out, and now it's like 8 o'clock the next day. But yeah. you haven't gone to sleep. You're, you're still awake. No, no. You've been totally awake. Oh. You've been with your girlfriend who didn't see non-Paul. Paul. <laughs> you bought plane tickets. Yeah. You did. You ordered food. You, you know, all this stuff. But the funny thing is, the self that's now seemingly playing, running the show, cannot brook the idea there was another self for 14 hours, and maybe the other self did a better job, like I did better <laughs> when I was in blackouts than I did when I was awake. 
I didn't get arrested and blackouts like that. So I like that Paul better. <laughs> much more manageable. So, but in those 15 hours, when the other sense of self arises, because it's like stored, there's tons of them, yeah? One gets damaged, another one shows up, and the other one feels like historical Paul. <coughs> it's always been Paul, and it will always be Paul. It's the same fucking system, exactly. It's like z- millions of tires thinking they're the only tire. Once they're placed on the car and the animation moves them, they think they were the only tire. But there's millions of tires, yeah? Each one, animation, it thinks it's the only tire. So the self thing, so then suddenly the self comes back, and so that thing covers its track and says, I blacked out. I don't remember anything that happened for those 15 hours because there was, quote-unquote, another self-model that was <laughs> running the show for 14 hours. The spare had been on the car, and it, it drove everything, <laughs> did everything. And, you know what I mean? But for the self to continue its story that it's you, and there's the only one, it can't brook another self. Yeah? So that's what I think happens in blackouts because your girlfriend does not know you're blacked out. You're buying her drinks. You're <laughs> making love to her. It's the same. It's all going on. And when people go, Paul, you, you know, you're looking at them. And you're thinking you're the historical Paul, just like you were with the other selfie. Yeah? You know what I mean? Doesn't that make you want to... To me, that just trips me out. I just start entertaining. I go, wait a minute. If there's two, they can't be one. If there's two selves, it negates the idea of one self. Right? <laughs> if the one tire saying it's the only tire, but my car's been driving on other tires, it sort of negates the whole story of that one, like, uh, good, good year, you know, as being the only year. It isn't. It's a tire. So it's like the clone. So the clone has a story because they realize clones work better if they have a purpose. So they give him a story that he loves the Boston Red Sox and he... He's only got, he's been on a five-year job. He only has five days left. So he says, I can give my best if it's only, but he's always at, in the five days left, you know, position. <clears throat> Nothing ever changes. It goes on for years that he's getting off this job in five days. Never goes anywhere. Yeah? And so this clone suddenly has indisputable evidence that it's a clone. And you would think, oh, that's great. Clone realizes it's a clone. How long would that take? No. Someone just says, you're a clone? I'm a clone. I knew I was the whole time. But now, it hears the message, it's a clone, but what catches the message is human programming. And to the human programming, it's not too cool to be a fucking clone. It sort of, it just evaporates the whole story of the wife and the kids and the Boston Red Sox and going to the games because you never went to a fucking game. All the memories get totally, it's like, could be very disturbing. Yeah, that's what's happening. The mental state is catching this message. That's why years ago I stopped talking to you about this. I always throw this message over your head. Because I know, just like a catcher in baseball, if you throw it high enough, he can't get the mitt on it. And that's when the real game starts. So we're always throwing it to mind. And the message is to mind about you, not to you about mine. I'm talking the mind about you, because that can go somewhere. If I talk to you about mine, it just leads to tons of more meetings. So I never talk to anyone here, ever. 
I'm throwing it, and people go, oh, what he says goes over my head. Fucking great. I've done a great job. Because <laughs> that's where I'm shooting for. Seriously, talking to us about this goes fucking nowhere. Non-duality was like, you know, going like, uh, you have a spot on your tie, basically. It wasn't like, all right, we're going to spend 10 or 20 years going over the understanding you may have a spot on your tie. We're just pointing out, you got a spot on your tie. What? I have a spot on my tie. It's like this. When I was young, I've had color blindness, yeah? So when I was about 12, I was starting to, you know, look at the girls and everything. So I had this, had my, started growing my hair a little bit. And on weekends, I'd go to this place called Roosevelt Field. It was like a mall in Long Island, New York. And I had this outfit I always thought I'd look cool in, which were these red corduroys and this gray long sleeve t-shirt. And I, everyone, a lot of people would be looking at me when I had it on, so I thought it was working. So I'd go there every week, take the bus, walk around, shop. And then after a few months, a friend of mine had some compassion for me. He says, you know, Paul, you know those red jeans and, those, and that gray shirt? And I go, yeah. It says, that shirt's pink, and those pants are magenta. So he told me the colors, and I saw them. I looked at the gray shirt and the red pants, and I saw them as pink and magenta, and they never were seen again as pink, as gray and red. I didn't go back in the closet every few months. No. As soon as I heard the message, they were magenta and pink. I saw them. Never not, never not to see them again as magenta and pink. They never were seen as gray and red ever again. Put them away, never wore them. <laughs> That's like this message. Exactly like the message. That's what it's like. Mm. All right, that's that, eh? Yeah? You don't need any more, do you? No. No. Do you? I wanted to talk to you about the color of your shirt. Shall we tell them it's not black? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I have to wear this. I was just at this retreat in Lava Hot Springs, Idaho. Id is not the ego. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not in Lava Hot Springs, Id. No. (laughs) And this isn't about ego, either. Maybe it is for you, but to me it isn't. To me, if you ever hear people talk about ego, they can talk about they have an ego, and then they can talk about they lost an ego. What's the sense of that one who hasn't lost is the self. That's the selfie. The ego is just like a goose hunt, a wild goose hunt. To me, it's just an objectification of self about self. By self. Yeah? Or selfie. So I'm not talking about ego as self. I'm talking about the sense of being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the haver, the loser. That sense of being the one. That's what I'm speaking of. That sense of being the one is produced. Therefore, it can be unproduced. It's an activity. Therefore, it can be stopped. Yeah? If you see it as an activity, yeah? It will never culminate into you believing again yourself. You'll see it. Yeah? So, yeah. Um, 
please excuse me if I will be using words to try to express yeah, yeah. this. Um, so the awarenessing that is the awarenessing in its rich indifference is entertaining the installation of love in the eternal now. I don't know if it's an installation of love. And the now doesn't need to be said eternal. Yeah, I would drop some of that off. You know, I much I would I much rather feel it and then come up with words about it than to have words about it and then try to feel it. My, that's how I, I like it that way better. So something downloads, you find out about it, and then something, in my case, in the seed assignment, I'm driven to express. Yeah? But I'm not expressing something to have it. I'm expressing to give it away because that's how you have it. Yeah? So, yeah. But that's beautiful, yes. But then again, look at what happens at these talks and maybe in the circles you go to uh, with awakeness and enlightenment and stuff. You see that the mental state can claim those words and then they, they torture you with them. Because now you feel a new demand in your life that you should be awake, yeah? Where you were fine going to Starbucks on Wednesday. Now, I should be awake going to Starbucks or something, you know? And then enlightenment is the... Is the you know, it, it really means, in one definition, the cessation of all suffering, yet the way we are entertaining it is causing suffering, yeah? Especially if you think someone else is awakened or enlightened and you're not. And they, they, you've gone to more meetings than they have. So you're fucking pissed. How did they get to the end of those meetings? Yeah? Well, enlightenment is always seen as a goal, too. From, From the view goal. of self, yeah. You know, everyone always talks about, like, I want to be enlightened. Yeah. Well, yeah. I find it's all actually a loss of interest in it all. You lose interest in the need to be liberated. I never care about enlightenment or anything. It doesn't matter. It's enough just being here. Why would you, you know, need to get all this extra luggage? Yeah. yeah. And you'll be put to use. Whatever world you're in, you'll be of service in it. Yeah? Without any effort. You'll just be put to use. Yeah? It's like the hose. The water is going to use the hose. Yeah? And then the hose is better for the use of the water. Yeah. There's nothing like downloads. You know, something that moves through doesn't leave. It doesn't take any of your uh, gigabytes up. It doesn't store in memory. It just downloads as a living testament, so to speak. It goes out. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing gets stored fucking anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's really a very economical event if you can translate it as an action figure. You get pared down. You know what I mean? It's really like dog shit awareness. You just it's so damn ordinary that makes it so beautiful. 
because the mental state is always looking for something shiny and special. Yeah, it is. It always wants to make something out of it, and it, nothing will never budge. It will never become what you what you want it to be. Ever. All right. Hey, I hope you come tomorrow. Oh, Bill, yeah, I was hoping you would have been answered already. Go ahead. Is there an outside world of objects? Seemingly. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't one, but seemingly there is, isn't there? <laughs> what? Oh, there are two. <laughs> uh, at, at some point, there were story of the action figure. There clearly was a lot of inversions and attachments. What was that dropping off of after a week? After a week? Well, in fact, it's always during awakening. Because awakening is a constant verbing, yeah? So it's always not after awakening. There's no after awakening. <laughs> this is during. You can be asleep to the, seemingly asleep to the awakening, but it's still awakening. Yeah, your whole day is fueled by awakening. So what happened? Oh, the aversion and hatred—they're still there, but there's no one having them. Therefore, they're not had by aversion and hatred. There's no one to be had by aversion and hatred because there's no one having the aversion and hate, you know, and the desire or whatever. Yeah? There's plenty of it, though. I don't like almond lattes, almond milk lattes. <laughs> I have an aversion towards them. They're terrible. And I'd rather have a soy latte, but I'll take lactose-free milk like I did today if I have to. So all those things happen, but they're not happening to you. Why would you waste time in changing what you're not? Who cares? Life will work on that all the time. This whole event is rubbing against what we what we are not. Yeah, it's gonna get. Yeah, just you lose interest in it. This, you know what happened with this? There's acceptance of this where I never had any. When I took this to me to be me, it demanded work. Yeah, it was like an urban renewal project that was never gonna fucking end. I mean, it's tough for the body to be lived as the center of the universe. It's way too much of a burden. Yeah? When I saw it wasn't me, it got acceptance, which is awesome. I'm totally okay as Paul because I'm not Paul. That's the only way I could have arrived at being okay with Paul, by seeing I'm not. Not denying it mentally, that doesn't work, but actually seeing I'm not Paul. You know what I mean? Yeah. Paul, and I'm not burning people's houses down or anything. I don't need to be highly observant about Paul. If you look out the window, I'm like a cow. I'm grazing on the same bit of land all day. not doing anything. <laughs> it doesn't even need a paddock. Just, it roams around. <laughs> not causing much trouble. <laughs> Isn't into the boredom that looks exciting anymore. I'm into the I'm into the the excitement that looks boring. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, 
there, uh, there's a documentary about the Karo people who live in the high Andes. Uh, after you go up by mechanized vehicle, it's about a three-day ride by horseback to get to them. And in this documentary, um, it's revealed that in that culture, which is very ancient, they don't have a word for I. Mm. And they don't have a concept of I in their mental life. And everything is shared and everything is community and they don't actually have. And this woman who is the center of or made the documentary uh, expresses that there's a, there is actually a culture and it's a dying culture where there's, there's none of what we're talking about to begin with. Mm. Quite an interesting thing to think about, and as as we've been conversing, um, there's been a noticing that a lot of the questions will start with "I," I feel this or I feel that, and I think it, you know there's a there's a value in looking at that in oneself, just that habit of use, even just using that word. Can, can constrain the the opening up to this new possibility. Well, it's the language is definitely part of the trance, for sure. For sure, because where you, it's in a, it's a subjective language used by objects. So it's very... Uh, and it's more so in English than others. Like Italian, it's a lot less than English. English is very, very... Uh, personal doership type stuff that's like you know my knee went out in the water but how I would tell people is I hurt my knee it sounds like I went out with a hammer and hit my fucking knee I hurt my knee but I had not I responded to the knee getting hurt but I didn't hurt the knee I mean no I wasn't the I'm gonna hurt my knee today you know none of that but the language implies I have a lot to do with shit I have nothing to do with and we're listening to it very devotedly yeah so, of course. But see, it would be a trip with that seemingly as your history to go in that to that tribe wouldn't fucking work. You would fuck them up. <laughs> I believe you would. <laughs> they want a microwave in about a week. <laughs> and there it went. <laughs> Another lost tribe. <laughs> so, <laughs> best to stay clear. <laughs> well, what do you think that a lot of the people that end up coming to things like this are, um, I feel that for, for me anyway that it was a lot of the time it was wanting to get rid of self it was a self wanting to get rid of self yeah, yeah. it's just like how can I dump this self somewhere I know that it's not real how can I get rid of it yeah it's just more of the same shit well again it was self trying to get out of self that's why they warn us you can't it's not personal you, it doesn't it can't work that's all that's the whole point if you see when I was one thing that this was lucky it has the ability to be convinced when I got struck sober I was convinced completely by a download that I'm not managerial quality it was just I knew what I had been following was a failed system completely 
and you know you're you're in a situation not knowing what to fucking do because you've always done everything from there but it was clear that it was failed never not to be failed yeah so I really got the spirit of what we call the third step in recovery which is the surrender to the care of something greater than self yeah because that which came into my to the innermost wasn't in the horizontalness of my head it went somewhere that you would call me and it was like a direct hit never to be undone I was struck sober I've never had a strong feeling or a thought about using or drinking in 30 years fucking incredible solution yeah that demonstration wasn't just left on that topic it expanded the principle of it so it said God can do for you what you can't do for yourself I've expanded the circle of what I can't do for myself <laughs> quite a lot yeah because the principle works what everyone as an action figure needs in this event called time is a north star of principles you need to see find things that you can set a course on so this action figure if it has a tendency to veer right will stay on the straight and narrow so that the mind can be unfettered and entertain other possibilities yeah if this if you're in constant drama and like this it's going to be difficult to look at non-duality as nothing you're going to be looking for it as something you're going to want to get out of and that's why it won't work yeah you can't apply it like a fucking pain pill or like a sleep aid it won't work yeah I think that's what happens a lot people just want relief now and this is the newest thing this is like trying to get relief by entertaining there's no need to get relief yeah it just, it's not, is it working it isn't if you need a way of life there's way of lives I wouldn't attempt to make way of uh, non-duality a way of life I wouldn't yeah there's nothing to do with living in a sense yeah so is the North Star the code um, that is developed through the awarenessing the sliding on the glove again with that different context? Oh, for sure. Well, the point is there's the gloves here. Yeah? But the integrity of the hand doesn't have to bleed into the glove. Yeah? It's like the Zen thing. First there is, there is no mountain. First there is a mountain, then there is no mountain, then there is a mountain. So first there is no, first there is a glove, then there is no glove, and then there's a glove again. That's how it goes. But you wear it loosely. Yeah. We all have mitts and catches. We catch things differently. We understand things differently. It's the way it goes. But that's not the only game in town. Yeah. There's something that doesn't get. It already is. There's something that its knowledge does not come through time it can be expressed through time but its knowledge is from timelessness yeah it's different it's a different direction yeah it's more of a drive to express the unexpressible than to achieve or garner it yeah you're in the tab you're trying to you're trying to say what cannot be said it's an incredible challenge to try to imply that which cannot be spoken about is a fucking challenge. It's like uh, verbal jazz. Trying to (laughs) hit a note that you can't hit. So you just play around it. 
Well, I had it. I have a way of life called AA. But if, well, let's say it's me. But do, I, do I do it something like that? Do I kind of seek it out? I don't know how it will go with you, but you'll know when it's go- gone for you. Yeah, you'll see it. I just needed, I needed, uh, like we say in AA, as, and this is all the action figure, I needed clear, orderly direction. You know, I didn't. All, see, what I feel we are, in a way here as an expression, in a lot of ways is misdirected. So the, the mental state claims our deep yearnings or something like that. So instead of expressing the truth, we're now enslaved to look for it. Yeah? Yeah? It, 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 it hijacks it. And so with a way of life, you can get a steady uh, influence, a principle that outshines the circumstances and situations of daily life. And they're sound. They were sound 40 years ago. They're sound now a principle, yeah? They're not varying. They're not changing color based on the season. They override the volatility of our daily life. That's what makes them sound. So to me, the North Star in my life are the principles of AA. That's what I was introduced to for 30 years. And it's worked. Yeah? And I get to go to meetings, and all you do is hold the space, and it pulls you out of that orbit of selfing. Yeah, and most people, you could see them as an energetic x-ray. They have a ring of satin right around here. Yeah. And they're, they're seeing through this thick gauze of horizontal fucking narration of, yes, you know, I was there, I'm going to be there, therefore I am here. That's what selfing does. Selfing has to produce an image by reflection. There isn't a self to cast a shadow. It's made up, so it has to be remembered. That's why there's so. That's why there's such an emphasis in time in the mental state because self has to be remembered. So when your your thoughts are constantly picturing you as a body in the past, and then when you're worried about the future, it's another form of remembering yourself as a body now. Yeah, how you remember yourself as a body now is by having interest in the thoughts about you as a body in the past and the future. That's the only way it can be reinserted with the support of the language. It's constantly speaking as if you're a doer, a thinker, a haver. Yeah? The assumption is all it goes by. It's all assumed. It's sort of like the who am I, that self-inquiry question. If you ask it, no one shows up. It's like if you're knocking on a house door of a house and after a thousand knocks, no one comes. There's no one home. That's what it's implying. <laughs> and that, you know, it's you're already... See, you're looking, you're, look, you're hoping to see a thing. That's why you're missing everything. It's not, it's not a thing you're looking for. Watch the head. It'll be, it, one five minutes of it informs you of its whole theme. And all it does is replicate and repeat. That's all it fucking does. And it changes nouns. So you're mad at Tony Monday, and then Maria on Tuesday, and Louise on Wednesday, and you think it's different. But you're mad at, and they add the noun, basically. It's just like a small little loop, just 
and it and it blows up into different degrees, and you think it's a different thing. It's the same thing. It's all it's all magic. And then the selfing truly comes after consciousness and implies it's before consciousness. What is that but a trick of time? Yeah. How could that which comes after be established as before? Wouldn't the before null and void it and put it in its rightful place, meaning after, at every moment of the heist, at every moment of the perceived heist, it would be seen that it's after, because you're only looking from it from before. See, but in this case, you're the burglar and the policeman. You're playing all the roles. Like Ramana says it so beautifully in a number of his writings, and but he, he holds it in the context of self-inquiry, but I'm not gonna I'm just gonna say his description of the activity, and it says there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing, yeah, that wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. How the hell could a non-existent thing get salvation for itself? There must be animation, there must be that which is existing, moving through the non-existent thing, and there's a certain little mistake that the existing non-thing now thinks it's the non-existent thing. <laughs> and therefore, its knowledge of itself, which is always available right now, is now seen as a possible salvation for the non-existent thing in the future. You see it? It sets off time like that. So it says a presupposing of a non-existent thing wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing. That should be the end of the fucking book, you know. That's all you need to hear. All right, so it says, okay, you don't get that? All right. If the spiritual practices themselves are being used to reinforce the non-existent thing, how can they destroy the non-existing thing? And first of all, how could anything destroy a non-existent thing? <laughs> it would have to be existing to destroy it. You see the absurdity of it all? But once, as soon as the animation is forgotten to be this, let's say, use the term spirit, and taken to be the non-existent thing, it makes total sense from the logic of the non-existent thing that it should seek for salvation for the non-existent thing. It should seek for comfort for the non-existent thing. It should seek for security for the non-existent thing. It should seek for love for the non-existent thing. It makes total sense. But it's insane if you see it from outside the system because it makes no sense. Why the hell would you waste any time trying to get salvation for a non-existent thing. It wouldn't be able to... I don't care if it had 80 wings, it could never take off. If you just saw it, you would just be, what? But as soon as there's the animation, forgets while in the act of animating, and now that which is being animated is taken to be what you are, so now you think you're the, the, the shade of the light instead of the fucking light. Yeah? 
and suddenly you live your whole life for the shade at the expense of the light seemingly the light doesn't affect the light whatsoever but I'm telling you the, the dark side of the shade is going to suck one side's facing <laughs> the other a huge amount of surface isn't so now that surface looking for light <laughs> if you see it wear it don't think about it go home and entertain let the mind entertain and it will download information and like a tree it will bear fruit you taste the fruit and you'll know where it came from if it explains a whole lot in a very short bit of time you're onto something if it shows you a pattern of all of most of all your behavior falls under that template, you're on to something. Either shoe fits, now wear it. Yep. Not, this is going to be kind of a question and kind of a comment, but I want your reaction. Hey, brother. See you. All right. We'll wait for you. The... Uh, The thing that I used to think was me used to meditate and got very frustrated. Um, and now what I would say is meditation, I'll try and be accurate with my words, the appearance of meditation might arise. It would have no purpose other than that which I really am to abide full stop. I want your reaction to that statement. What is that? I'm not going to give you my reaction. No. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, this is my humble view of this. I believe this statement of the Course where it says, you and I are the... They use nouns, which I don't like, so I'll say it the way they say it. You and I are the dreamer the dreaming of the dream and then we forget that we're dreaming and I believe it's through identification with the dreamt, yes? So now you forget that you're dreaming and in that state now suddenly you give everything you're dreaming all the meaning to affect you. So let's say there's thoughts, now in the dreamt condition you think they're yours and now the thoughts own you. Yeah? Yeah? So I believe we're dreaming. And then it says, you and I are dreaming this dream, and we're going to dream ourselves out of the dream. So maybe the mind is going to dream itself out of the dreaming it's dreaming, and maybe it's going to do it through meditation. So it will use meditation to dream itself out of dreaming. It can use dishwashing to dream itself out of dreaming. It can use doing nothing to dream itself out of dreaming. It can use doing a lot to dream itself out of dreaming. The mind proceeds, and then it dictates how it manifests through the dreaming. So it can dream, it can do whatever it fucking wants. It can look at a little fucking drop of water and wake up, or it could be 40 years of practices. And because you were there, there's value in it. Yeah? All, the, all that there is, is sitting and meditating. That's value. Now, the act of meditating may not have any value. It's up to if it's going to serve or not. But that which is sitting is value. Yeah? So I don't believe there's any waste of any value ever because you're here. 
You were at every one of those things that you call wasted effort. You were there. That's the value of it. You were dreaming. I don't see any... I don't care what anyone does. It's inevitably going to end up where it all began. Nothing ever fucking happened. What's the rush? How am I going to rush to everywhere? In everywhere? Yeah? So I don't care. Whatever's working for you, fucking do it. Well, there is no me, and there's nothing that's Whatever, then. Whatever's not working for you, do it. Meditation may or may not arise. Exactly, yeah. Just just travel lighter. Don't take yourself so seriously. But remember, value is you. You are what's valuable. You're not looking for value through that which is always valuable. You're looking to express value here. Yeah, that's my sense of it. So I don't think any, there's any right or wrong, unless it's set up. So if you've done, if you've overdone the searching, and you're at a meeting like this, and the shoe fits, wear it. I would follow that intuition. If you feel like there's more you need to do, then I'd get fucking busy and do it. But if you feel like there's nothing to do, then that's the best approach. Don't do anything. Yeah. There's no rules or regulations. Non-duality is a fact. That's all it is. There is not two. Find out what, how it, you know, just get that established and it makes sense to us. It gets, it makes a lot of sense because there's a lot of shit masquerading as facts here. There are. So if you see that they're not and you come upon the one and only fact is that which is, that's where there's the reliability. And then you're just going to see what happens here. Yeah? But this, to me, is like getting the horse finally in front of the cart. Now that's all clear. Now you're looking for shit that can be found. Yeah? Instead of looking for shit that can't be found. You see blue is blue and red is red. Things get simple. And yeah? I don't think... I don't look at my inner motives when I want to get a coffee. I just fucking get a coffee. I don't review my day. <laughs> I just don't. I don't think I am a big mover and shaker. I don't. I think it's quite insignificant in a sense. What I believe is what's always available at all times is our inherent nature. Yeah? You can't blow it. You can't get far from it. You can't leave a scar on it. You're like all the clouds in the world. The sky has never become a cloud. It's had had more clouds than than we've had us's. And yet it's never turned into a cloud, has it? That's faith in mind. You're not being sullied by what's happening through the action figure. You're untouchable. Live like it occasionally. I'm going to say I love the blackout thing. Oh, you do, yeah. <laughs> because it made me think, I think there's quite a few of me. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's thousands. Yeah. The funny thing is, when it arises, it has the same story as the other one. So it thinks it's always been you, and it's always going to be you. It's the same, it's just a fucking, it's like thousands of them, same model. I want no one's. I've offered it to science, no one's taken it up. (laughs) I think one day it's going to be proven, though. 
I can't see. I swear to God, the girlfriend can be right like this. She doesn't see anything moving in. Another pole in there. No, it's like nothing ever fucking happened. Go seamlessly. I was buying tickets. I mean, people were saying, Paul, I wasn't like, I'd go, look, I'd look. <laughs> I mean, it was the same model. The same stock version was running. Probably having a good time. I did much better. I did. Some of the women I woke up in a blackout were great. Um, as soon as the old self woke up, I thought I didn't deserve it. <laughs> I fucked up the whole night. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, well, that's it, I think, yes? Yeah? Yeah.